Dance. Welcome back to the Chill Sounds and Breakdowns podcast. We are on episode number 61, 61 and this is a this is a good one because I am a fan and I'm just going to be fangirling the entire time, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited. Today we have Yasmin. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Great. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to come out today, um, especially I know you played last night, so I know it's... Uh, days after shows, you normally just kind of want to chill out and stuff yeah. like that. But you were saying like it was like you, it was a good show. Good show, pretty you know chill. Um, but yeah, no, I was excited for today. So. Yeah, good, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, I was I was wanting to to go to that show because uh, I've seen you. Uh, play live once at the Freeman, mm-hmm. um, but uh, that was like the like the three hour set thing, which yeah. was super like long. Yes, yeah. um, have, do you normally like do a lot of shows like that as well uh, as like just your original stuff? Um, so like three hour sets yeah. or uh, so or just, yeah, like longer ones, longer yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, we've done like I think maybe an hour and fifteen minutes at Ruins. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Ravs who opened up for us, and then we we did the rest of the set but uh typically i think oh we did we did like a new year's eve gig that was like oh. four hours long four <laughs> yeah hours. it went from like uh gosh what was it like nine or it could have been eight to like midnight eight thirty to midnight yeah oh but my gosh. uh yeah it was we, we thankfully we got like a 30 minute break but yeah that was i think that's the longest me and my band have ever played that's yeah that's quite yeah. a long time i was tired <laughs> i was i was ready to go home and sleep <laughs> So yeah. Are you normally the one like to stay up to like midnight and like do something or? Oh yeah, I'm I'm a night owl like yeah. to a T. Like my schedule is probably not that great, but I mean, <laughs> but when you're like actually physically doing something for like three four hours, you're ready to just like yeah. Hey. Time to go to bed. I can definitely definitely imagine that. And uh, yeah, the reason I wanted to make it to the cave show was because like. Um, being a, a shorter set, you play a lot more of like your original stuff, mm-hmm. and it's what I was really like looking forward to hearing um, concise into one set. Um, but you're staying busy. You have a bunch of shows like coming up. Uh, I, do, I saw yeah. like uh, I think the next one is like at Dr. Jekyll. Is that right? Yes, we have a benefit show um, this Friday, which we just got the flyer up and running. It's been posted. Uh, but yeah, it's a benefit show for the uh, Turkey and Syria um, earthquake victims. Yeah. So there's a relief fund. Um, and we're going to be donating all the tickets and the um, any donations, really. And mm-hmm. anything that goes into the benefit show is going to go towards that. So this is something that you actually helped put together, right? It was yeah. kind of part of, like, your idea was, was from what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that uh, seemed to, like, really um, impact you. And, and for the most part, from what I can, uh, see, a lot of, like, these, like, social type issues do, like, impact you. And you're looking for ways to kind of help. Um, yeah. But how, how was, like, that process for you to try to well, like, I mean, do something? I mean, like everyone, we just kind of saw what was going on in the news and I felt kind of um, helpless, you know, mm. just kind of being here like, what can I do? What, what could I do? And I know there was a few donation type, um, you know, setups throughout the the DFW, which was really nice, but I kind of wanted to see if I could put something together, um, you know, just like the local music community and see what we could do to help. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just kind of did like a cold, you know, post and said, hey, who would be interested? And I had quite a few bands and artists who reached out to me. And so we put a lineup together um and uh we have a, a vendor lelly pops she oh, she sells okay. yeah, yeah. lelly she sells candy and stuff and her and her her band are going to be performing at the show too so it, it'll be a good time for a good cause um uh, but yeah i'm excited that's that's really cool one uh, to see uh easily finding like other people who want to help and participate but also like being able to take like what you do and tell I, I think like from from what I gathered what you were like posting is like I want to use kind of like what I have to offer and figure out a way to use that to help mm-hmm. so that seems like a really like uh really cool and like noble thing to do and it's it's just another thing that builds that community thing around you where so you, you're not too sure like who's gonna want to do something like this and then seeing the reception being like oh everyone's trying to hop on and help yeah um is is really nice um so that's that's really cool that's that's on a third this won't be out by then but we'll we'll post up the flyer and everything <laughs> you're totally for you. good. thank you <laughs> um but yeah i want to hear like how how this like your you know music journey got started oh, uh yeah. you've kind of been uh, i've kind of been getting glimpses like i saw like you were in an acapella group too like recently you went mm-hmm. out but um like what was like the main source of like the start for this for you sure I, we could start from the very beginning we're going um, we got time <laughs> yeah little kid just um growing up in waco texas um and my mom would always just 
put on the radio mm-hmm. and I would be singing, you know, in sync, Justin Timberlake, yeah. Britney. Um, and then it wasn't until I got, I think I was maybe in sixth grade and I was mm-hmm. like, I want to do like a talent show. Yeah. My mom was like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? I mean, she, I mean, who, I mean, you want to support your kids, right? But, and she was, but like at yeah. the same time, you don't want them to be like embarrassed on yeah. stage. So she was like, can you sing in front of a bunch of people? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's give it a try. <laughs> um, so yeah, I ended up like doing like sixth grade talent show and it was so much fun. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what prompted me to be like, I want to be on stage and I want to sing. Um, but I knew I liked singing along and I'm, yeah. And so, um, yeah, had my talent show and then I pretty much did talent shows every single year. Uh, and then in high school I joined show choir. I was a gleek, unfortunately. A gleek. <laughs> no, but honestly, like that's what made me oh, want to do show choir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Honestly, what a life changing show. I, yeah. I loved that show. And, you uh, felt seen. <laughs> I did. I did. I was like the only freshman that made it to like the show choir. Yeah. So it was a good time, um, you know, singing and dancing and then. I got to college. I went to the University of Texas at Arlington. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I studied mechanical engineering there. And I just knew that I still wanted to have music a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And my mom was very much like, focus on your studies. I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know. But I still wanted to do music. Yeah. Uh, so I joined like choir there. And then my second year there, I found out there was like a pop acapella group that they were starting. Okay. And ended up meeting some really cool people. Some, some of them, my best friends to this day. Um, but we got to do so many amazing things. Like think pitch perfect, but like actually pitch perfect. Like we went to finals to in New York city. We performed in Carnegie hall. Yeah. Yeah. We made it. We like, it was, it was such a good time. And, and again, like, and the person who led that group, his name is Caleb Moore, which mm. I recently just did not really a competition, more of a showcase. Yeah, uh, It's called Acapalooza. A&M hosts it every year. Um, but we went and we had a good time. Mm. Um, but yeah, these people like changed my life really like the experience that I've had. We we did like a national Cheerios commercial. We were on WFAA. <laughs> yeah, we did so many cool things. Like we were on Patti LaBelle's Christmas album one oh year. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did some pretty crazy things. It was it was a good time. Yeah. Really good time. Um, and, uh, gra- you know, graduated and I was like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And so I just thought, well, why not write my own music and, and actually do something about it, which was scary because I've never written music. Yeah. Um, I'm not even like musically trained or like, I don't know anything about music theory. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I just know that I love singing and mm-hmm. I want to keep doing it. Um, and it was right around when the pandemic happened too. So it wasn't like I could go to like any kind of open mics. I kind of just sat at home oh, yeah. and was like, okay, well, I'm forced to be at home and like actually write. So I started writing music, and uh, my first song that I ever wrote, which is the title track of my debut album, Pure Bliss, mm-hmm. wrote that, recorded it um, with uh, this group called PTO. Uh, they're really cool. They're like a rap duo. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they produced the song for me, and they brought it to life, which mm-hmm. was really cool. And I got some really cool feedback, but obviously, like, when you write your first song compared to, like, how you've evolved as a writer yeah. and singer. Like I listen back to my old stuff. I'm like, mm. it's <laughs> um, good. Like, I mean, I, it's, I, lo- I like, I still love it, but at the same time, I'm like, Ooh, I've, I've definitely, you know, evolved from that. I think it's just seeing it from your own lens. Yes. Of like, I'm like, Oh, I know that I'm so much better yeah, now. Or exactly. just like, I like how your, your writing progresses and you mm-hmm. want to, uh, you want everything to have been like that, but you got to start somewhere. Exactly. But, I mean, if you're starting from somewhere, that's a really good start. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I ended up writing Pure Bliss. I wrote, um, I think, seven other songs, made it into an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then pretty much when I was writing the rest of the songs, that's when I started trying to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, okay, I got to get a band together. Like, who do I know? And, and, and thankfully, because of that acapella community and knowing people from like the music scene at UTA, I was able to, you know, connect with a few people. Um, ended up settling on a really cool band, which is the Jays. Yeah. That uh, which that name has come up because pretty much every single one of their names starts with a J. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So so we literally were just like, all right, we're gonna call it the Jays. Um, and uh, I've been performing with this specific band since uh, November of twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Well, quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a few changes within people just, you know, either didn't, you know, fit their schedule or, you know, 
things things happen. Yeah. And, but like this band, where I, I love them so much, and they've stuck with me since pretty much the beginning. So I like that. That uh, honestly, like I'm a big big fan of like using a full band yeah. like for everything. Um, and uh, th- that's what that's what I quite a bit enjoy. So I like that that was like one of your first like initial thoughts is like, oh no, I need a band if I'm gonna do this because it just it just brings a whole different like dynamic to that live show. Exactly. Um, and it's it's really cool just being up like I said up on stage with like your friends and like you know bandmates um to to play live shows together and i just like i, I don't think there's like replacing that energy of like that oh absolutely band kind of thing. so it's 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 really cool but um so the the first album uh all the songs were with that uh, you said pete uh what was the name of the group? so some of i think some of them were produced by pt i think majority of them were produced by pto um and then i had my guitarist who also helped produce uh mommy's lullaby i wrote that for my mom yeah and it's also um it has a dairy uh, or sorry afghan folk song which mm-hmm. i'm afghan by the way i'm middle eastern okay. <laughs> i don't know if anyone knew that uh but like uh, my mom would like sing me the song mm-hmm. um it's a it's like a lullaby that's been passed down from like generation to generation but um it's a well-known song within the afghan community and mm-hmm. i kind of wanted to incorporate some of my heritage into my album somehow some way um and so i kind of wrote or wrote that song and added some English lyrics to it um, to dedicate to my mom. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, Jesse Katz, who's my guitarist, he helped produce that one. I was, oh, that's cool. Um, I was going to bring up that, that story because I, I saw you post recently about like the story about it, and I thought that was so cool. I think uh, being able to bring part of your culture into like what you're creating, it just uh, makes for like a, a more – um genuine and authentic experience of mm-hmm. like who you are uh and i and i'm a big fan of anything that adds like an extra like uh, just layer of like authenticity or just like shows more of like who you actually like are because it all all the roots where you came from like what you grew up with like all, all the elements that you learned like i said with the acapella group where you got your music taste from like you're talking about like nsync and britney like you know, yeah. so all of that culminates in like is what you know creates that creativity of like what you're writing now mm-hmm. um and then you've been you've been after that album like you have been dropping a few quite a few like like singles yeah. like throughout the year, um, which uh, the the first one that I heard was Drive, mm-hmm. um, which I I really like and it's kind of like what got my like eye to be like all right I need to pay attention here okay, <laughs> um, but um, oh my god on my mind like just made me obsessed i'm like Yay! this is so catchy i'm Yay! like it's so good <laughs> thank you um, and how do you so from like you were saying like the progression of like how you write now like so how, what do you think has like changed to like the newer songs that you're putting out like what's the difference there in like the creative process for you um i so i think something that changed i think uh just kind of also getting the experience of performing mm-hmm. some of my songs live um like uh for example like do it over again there's like a, there's a lot to unpack in that song and it's just it's a lot of lyrics a lot of words yeah. um but uh writing these new songs i think also experience even just in my personal life kind of affected the way that i've been writing mm-hmm. and also um you know you'll i feel like when you write your first stuff you just kind of write to write but then when you start kind of um performing and you know kind of getting adjusted to the music scene and trying to promote yourself uh, i kind of started to not also write for myself but also write for how do people perceive this song or how will they enjoy this song Mm -hmm. so like drive is very much like a summer type you know roll your windows down type song and i really want it even though it's not very like emotional if you want to say um it's very i I just wanted to write some kind of like a summer pop bop song yeah um and so that's kind of what inspired drive and then on my mind that was kind of based off of a personal experience Mm -hmm. in my life um but uh yeah also just influences like Mm -hmm. you just said justin timberlake britney spears and then also some of the newer r&b and newer pop that we're hearing today kind of also influenced my writing so gotcha yeah Yeah, um i mean it, it 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 all influences like no matter like what like you're listening to mm-hmm. like it's gonna end up in some kind of bit of that but that i um that's cool the, the writing with like the purpose of like an idea like like what you were saying about drive like oh like something like to roll your windows down that's still like an image and i'm like how do you translate that image into music exactly so, um it's i think it's a really cool way to keep just it interesting for yourself like to to write stuff um because that's what'll keep you being 
creative and liking to actually do what you're doing and exactly. like to write is to find ways of like what's what's gonna make this like uh, a fun experience like for me and for like the audience especially like once you start playing live shows yes you start seeing like you know what do audiences react to like do they dance to these parts like do they you know um, are they just like kind of vibing like to these so like uh, at, the, at the Freeman show like I saw people like dancing and like in both like ways I saw people just like um, just kind of jumping and dancing and then I saw some people literally like hugged up and like we're just like dancing I'm like this is so cool like yeah. I, I mean that's the and just music in general like that's that's the thing that you create like in environments like for people to have like fun in. and and I don't think that's ever gonna go away because people like enjoy it way too much but um on those on those new singles I did see that um you just recently did um the uh not they're not ALG so but um Austin from ALG, you yeah. did the sessions on that. Was it just, I know two have been released. Mm -hmm. Was it just two that you, you ended up doing or was it like? So so we, we did Drive, okay. uh, live version of Drive, which is really fun because mm -hmm. we incorporated horns um, and, or a trumpet and, and sax. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, we did Something Good, which is from uh, my my pre, my album, mm -hmm. Pure Bliss. Um, we did like half of Something Good because Again Again is mm -hmm. the, the new single that I just released about a month ago. Uh, it's kind of short. So we were like, yeah. let's try to like, you know, maybe what if we mixed it up with another song that we usually do live? Um, and so uh, we came up with like half of something good into again, again. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did notice that on on the on that one when I was watching. I was like, wait, like this. I go again, again doesn't start like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe like pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, th that's really cool. That the that experience just must be fun. Like he's got a, such a like cool setup. Like, oh my god, it, it's amazing. It's like, so looking. cool. We showed up. We were like, what? <laughs> we, you won't expect it when you're like see from the outside and, yeah. and you come in and you're like wow this is really cool yeah, yeah it's a really cool setup no he's he's like from what i've seen he's been like working really hard on yeah. doing like stuff he's like super creative he, actually he's coming by like after you that is so cool <laughs> he's coming by like he's later. amazing yeah he's, he he's great he like reached out to me he was like hey you want to do this and i said yeah yeah i want to yes. do this <laughs> well me and my band have been talking about it and we were actually in the middle of trying to set something up and he was like hey we have like a studio like we're record y'all we'll have video and i'm like sign me up let's do it <laughs> um and they they did and i know tanner he did an amazing job of mm -hmm. mixing and mastering yeah. uh the the two songs but yeah we the band had a blast they were so excited oh i'm sure yeah, yeah i'm sure yeah. that just looked really fun <laughs> exactly part of um so with uh so like i said you wrote i mean just starting off you wrote one song and then you wrote an album like right after you know what mm -hmm. what I mean? so um not the most uh I guess common setup like to write an album like right after like your first thing um, and then you went on to like kind of writing singles is that kind of where you're headed a little bit uh, or preference towards more to maybe just drop like a song every like few months and stuff or yeah, are you working towards I something I really big? don't know <laughs> so my idea was when I first dropped Drive I was already writing like again again was already written mm. uh, on my mind I think was already written so I, I have like a I just ended up figuring out or finding out recently that I have like eight songs that I wrote that I haven't really oh my done gosh. anything like no yeah and it's probably just because either i want to keep working on them more or i just haven't had the time to just sit and record it mm -hmm. um or get it produced but um or i'm not like too in love with it yet i think i have to re-listen to it mm -hmm. but uh, i don't know i didn't really have like a game plan i think when i dropped drive and then um all my mind came out i was like okay maybe i could do like a five song ep um and then i wrote again again uh and then drop that. So I, I, I it's weird because usually I do have some, I'm very plan oriented, yeah. project oriented. So I, I just, I don't know. I think I'm just kind of doing what I'm feeling at the moment, mm. which I'm trying to learn uh, to do more of. I, I, I don't really like live in the moment and actually enjoy myself in the moment. Okay. I'm always thinking and planning ahead and I'm always worried about what I need to be doing in the future. And mm. I think like sometimes that's a, that can be a good thing, yeah. but sometimes that can also kind of set you back and not, allow you to actually enjoy what you're currently doing in the moment so um yeah i'm just either an ep or an album i'm not sure <laughs> i'll keep writing until i feel like okay this is great let's see if i want to compile this and put this together so yeah um the the planning and living in the moment like they i think you both there's there's that balance like to everything so the other side of that if you're just living in the moment then you're like oh i'm not prepared at all for like anything coming exactly forward. and i'm sure like it's it is uh you know yielded results in the past to be like super planned you know what i mean like uh i i was just 
um, super, I, I realized that I was like, oh yeah, like, um, you know, she's an artist. And I was also like, oh, she's a mechanical engineer. I'm yeah. like, that's so like, that's so awesome. I'm looking at, I'm like, there's a, there's like that multi-talented, but that's hard work to get there. You know, so it's, it's, it takes that planning. It takes you having to pay attention to some stuff, but then if you overdo it, you're right. You like, you start missing stuff like that is happening now. So, mm-hmm. um, definitely that approach I think will be very like beneficial to like the music that you put out. Um, as far as like lyrical content, you were, you were explaining a little bit about that. Is it, um, mo- you, mostly personal experience, um, like from your point of view, or do you try to write like from, you know, just stuff that's happening around you or to, uh, I mostly write from my own point of view. I would, that would be cool to, to start, you know, thinking about different POVs or, you know, other people's mm-hmm. viewpoints. Uh, but no, mostly everything I've been writing is just from my own point of view. I did see a lot of, uh, a lot of lyrics like in if which fits the genre into like relationship stuff and things like that mm-hmm. um is that uh does that does that feel more like cathartic whenever you're doing things like like writing songs about those experiences or is it kind of difficult sometimes because you kind of have to <laughs> keep thinking about some yeah. things like they're not like all the nicest songs so like right uh, vibes. um no i don't think it's bad like i i still enjoy performing like on my mind i, mm-hmm. I still enjoy performing it doesn't make me upset or sad um i think when you perform, especially with how long I've been performing, even just besides with the band, just performing with acapella groups and mm-hmm. always kind of being on stage and scene, you kind of have to, um, you know, default into to performer mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so any kind of emotions that you might feel, um, sometimes you don't want to overdo it, or you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say suppress emotions. I definitely try to to utilize as much emotions as i can on stage um but like for anything like really really you know touchy or emotional i kind of you know gotta be put on my performer face you know (laughs) so um make it more about like the actual like song and like exactly so like if i'm happy and i'm singing about oh like you're on my mind like it's i'll I'll play into that right yeah yeah i feel like that's that in my experience like when i like used to have a band and write music and stuff like that that's the tough subjects that would writ like I would write about it would help me because now I'm like oh now like there's music to it and it sounds good and I like it you know and then mm-hmm. whatever like the tough topic was um I could get through it way easier because it like helped me like put that emotion out it's out and I'm like oh now it's you know a song that people are out here like dancing to or doing something to exactly. or, or you know uh, jamming out to um and it kind of takes that away plus like I think when you're performing live you're just like so in the moment of like playing that it, uh, I've only had, I think, one experience where it like it got me, and I was like, "Oh, like I it, I went too far," and, I'm like, <laughs> and, and I'm like, I was like, then I did like get all super emotional. But Aww. for the most part, like I I just I get um I'm just glad to be up there and like playing exactly. and like nothing matters like, exactly. Like, which is is I always I always explain it as like an experience that like to people who don't perform or do anything like that, it's really hard to explain like what that feeling is. Mm-hmm. Um. But you've been, you know, you've been doing it for like quite a long time. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure like now it just kind of feels like just your natural state of like being. Mm -hmm. Um, You also worked with uh, Holder or something which I had in here and we were talking about that. Um, And he's such a like a good guy and like producer from what I can tell. Uh, Do you, when you work with producers, I'm always curious um, since you were saying like, you know, your your writing style is it's not a lot of the instrumentation so you work with like a, a group or like producer and stuff like that mm-hmm. how is how is that experience normally like when you go in do you like have an idea um or what's your your like kind of process there sure so usually i have a solid idea of with what i want um i think holder may have mentioned it during his his interview mm-hmm. but i i usually come in already with some kind of like uh, some loops or stuff that i have already, already at lyrics written out mm-hmm. um kind of idea of what exactly that i want what i want it to sound like um, and then I just probably need like bass or I need something like just some different lines to, to kind of make it into an actual full fledged song. Um, and he does, he's so good. He like, he like reads my mind. I don't know yeah. how he does it. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I send him like uh, pretty much something that I've already worked on, like a demo. Mm-hmm. And then he, he goes to work. Um, you know, he'll be like, Oh, I want to add some guitar here. And then I'll record and like, Oh, you should add a harmony here. And I'm like, yeah, okay. This sounds cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he like brings it to life, but usually I have already a 
pretty solid idea of like what I want it to sound like. So you say like loops and stuff. Do you you like work on on your own? How long? Like when did you like kind of get into doing that? Sure. Yeah. So I didn't do a lot of um, you know loops and stuff for my first album. Mm-hmm. Everything was kind of like from scratch, um, and and I and and which was fine. Uh, uh, it was a little terrifying, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I kind of like. Um, I like using some kind of loops because it helps me like have an idea because sometimes if you're just starting from scratch That's really hard. It's really yeah. difficult um, And it's great that there's like things like splice that's just out there for you to use um, To just start generating an idea like mm-hmm. let's say oh, I want to do some kind of like disco pop type song You could find whatever you need um, Just to just start your idea like yeah. just some kind of starting point um, and then of course, uh, I'll take that, that loop and then I'll just kind of build from it. And sometimes I also utilize my band members to record. Mm-hmm. So like for drive, for example, keys is actually my keys player, uh, Jenna. Um, uh, yeah, Jenna, yeah, from yeah, Cherry Mans. Yeah, she's, she's so, so good. good. Um, but yeah, I had her play keys and then, uh, Jonathan Holder, who's my bass mm-hmm. guitar player. He, he laid down the bass track for that too. Okay. So yeah, it's it's cool getting to just and, and the loop. I don't know if you can hear it in drive, mm. but it's that like very beginning like guitar sounding distorted oh, sound. Yeah. That's the only loop. Everything else we just kind of built and and wrote and Jenna was like, "Ooh, I think a cool little keys melody during the chorus where I'm not really singing mm. would be amazing." And then um and then sax and trumpet were like, oh, we can write, we can arrange something real quick, and you'll hear it um, on the live version yeah. at the but end when we perform it live. It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's, I mean, I think that's the the coolest part about working with other people is is that moment where uh, stuff starts getting added on, and it's just like ideas that. Uh, you maybe wouldn't have had or hadn't had and like someone else comes up and is like this like oh that is cool you know because I, I always bring this up i go man at the end of the day like everyone's just trying to make a really good song exactly and it, when you have people excited to like add something to it it normally ends up pretty great like mm-hmm. because everyone's actually trying to like make something cool um and and working even though like you you know I feel like the uh, you're set up as like kind of a solo artist. You are, I think, now because of like the band performances and the way like your music is written. It kind of just like has that that band feel, which like it's, again, like I said, I'm I'm obsessed with. Like I love like that that feel and that um, just the way that energy translates from live performance and into like recordings, um, which is uh, I think something that's really. Uh, not under you it's not definitely not underutilized but i i always like to see when like uh, like i said a solo artist has like a band with them that they work with um and then now knowing that you work with together on like writing stuff like mm-hmm. it's just way like you know it, it makes me even more excited about that um so you, you have a back catalog of, of like stuff that's just like not out anywhere um you said that most of it is because you're maybe it's not there yet for you you know Mm -hmm. like you you keep listening to it um do you ever find it to where like i said there's a balance to this but to where you might be trying to make a little bit too many adjustments or like how do you know like when it's ready for you that's a good question um I don't know. Sometimes I'll just know when it feels kind of empty or, or when I'm like, mm, the lyrics are not really what sometimes I'll just go back and like rewrite, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know. It's just it's it's hard to say when I'm like, OK, this is it because yeah. for drive, like I wrote the lyrics, I wrote, you know, everything. And I was like, OK, I want to like I'm ready. Let's mm-hmm. record it. Um, typically, I'll know when it's finished. Maybe when I'm like done writing, I'm like, okay, this is it. I don't feel like I want to change anything. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm actually okay with what um, I'm singing here yeah. or what's you know going on here. Um, so I think with the song, and again, some of the songs I feel like may be ready. I just yeah. haven't had the time to actually sit down, listen to them again. Because yeah. sometimes your mind changes after a couple of months. You're like, okay, let me listen back to that track. Well, you know, I'm not yeah. so sure about that one anymore. Um, but and I think some of it's just time. I, I've I've become so busy mm-hmm. with my professional work, and then um, and then the music stuff and the gigs, and then just and and doing all of that all at once. So I really just uh, I think I have like a whole month where I'm not really performing or doing anything, mm-hmm. um, which will be good to relax. And yeah. usually during those months where I'm not really performing or like not too busy. Or I'm I'm going to school currently too, so I'm just there's a lot that's going on. I really just need like a good solid month 
just to actually sit down and go, okay, what do I want to do with my music? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, it's, but yeah, you do, you need time to do all these exactly. things. And then, uh, you are trying to do a lot of things like at yeah. the same time. <laughs> that's always been, like, even when I was getting my bachelor's, everyone's like, I mean, you need to slow down. I'm like, I know, but I want to do all of this. Yeah. So. It's just like whatever feels comfortable to exactly. you. And then, um, like you said, you know, when like you'll have a, a good month, like, cause, cause, uh, I think what what gets a lot of people is is burnout like all the time Oof, is, yes. is um, and it happens so frequently and I, and I realized when like when I started to like experience it like more and more frequently I was like man like I'm not I would try to take breaks and then I wouldn't it wouldn't really be a break and it would just like then it would go too long and then I'm like oh now I'm like behind and it would just like keep rolling into it. so by exactly. the time I catch up I'd be burned out again mm -hmm. but with, with, and then with some of my friends who are artists and things like that that's what happens it's like oh well, yeah. we go at it so hard for a minute that all of a sudden like it's not fun anymore mm -hmm. like in, in my in my last band that I had that's kind of what happened we went at it so long and then we we went behind on releasing stuff to mm -hmm. where the stuff that we were releasing was like so old oh. um and then the stuff that we were like wanting to put out and write was just like like oh, this is the stuff we want to put out but we don't have the time to like get this stuff done like we're still catching up on the other stuff and then uh it got to a point where i'm like we're not having fun anymore you yeah. know what i mean uh, and it and it should be like you should be writing the stuff that like you enjoy doing what you um actually like are are gonna want to listen back to you know exactly. what i mean like you should like um be hyped up about like the music that you're doing it should still make you happy and, th and stuff yeah agreed but that's so that's like i've been trying to start like a new project off the uh get a new project off the ground and that's like my sole thing i'm like there's no purpose to this other than like, i just need to i just want to write stuff oh, like, i just want to write stuff and put it out and we'll figure out like what the the vibe goes from it's like let's just make it fun yeah you know? like, that's, that's about it um uh but yeah like the i i feel like that's a, a big thing that gets lost in these days with um the idea of the like overnight success kind of thing mm -hmm. and uh and like especially like with tiktok and stuff like that now Ooh, where it's yeah. all about like let's blow up let's blow up exactly and uh it depends it works for some people like I, i've seen it work for like artists that have like their own catalog like they, they've been working like on being a musician but then there's the other side of it. it's like oh we're just writing music for the purpose of it you know blowing up blowing up mm -hmm. and then i think it loses a little bit of that authenticity of it and then people yeah. like don't know how to follow it up sometimes because i've seen people like have one song that blows up and i'm like oh i don't know what to do now like i need to write another one and mm -hmm. figure it out exactly um how have you been like experiencing that space of like uh just like uh online like me having to you know do like social media in order to like i feel like it now has become a part of like being a musician too sure um so I've always been, I feel like, kind of savvy a little bit with social media. I feel like, um, especially when you're learning on, you know, when, when's a good time to post, what content to post mm -hmm. um, is really important. Because I, I know so many really talented people, but they don't really utilize social media that mm -hmm. much. And honestly, kind of bites them in the butt yeah. um, when it comes to, like, promoting or people to get, you know, to listen to their music. Um I, I don't know. I, I know the whole TikTok thing. I post on TikTok, but I usually post like my live performances on there. I'll post like silly things about my cats. Uh, yeah. It's not like... Excellent content. Right. Put Thank your song you. behind it exactly. and then cat exactly. content. You're going to get views. <laughs> um, I did buy like a, like a mic. Like I do, like I did buy like some sort of setup um, for the purpose of, you know, either recording or like uh, making my own um, content, you know, for covers or mm. stuff like that. Cause I know a lot of people are really, they love covers and mm. I've posted covers before, but nothing really like um, with like a really good mic and, mm. and a good setup. So, I, I mean, I have that stuff. I just haven't really, again, had the time to, to do something like that. Yeah. Um, as far as like, like Instagram is mainly where I, you know, kind of, um, you know, push promotion and, and stuff. I mean, I, I'm not complaining. I feel like I have a decent, track record like i feel like people are enjoying the content people are enjoying my music like i know numbers aren't everything but unfortunately during this day and age yeah. they kind of are right yeah and so um especially like spotify numbers and and, oh, and, yes. and stuff like exactly mm -hmm. which recently i just checked it's been actually like steadily growing and i'm actually i'm really proud because yeah. I, I, my experience is okay i'll drop a single and it like does really well for the first couple of weeks and it like tapers off mm -hmm. but like recently i don't know what it is it's just it's been growing and growing and like my listeners are growing and it's it's really it's a really good like i feel really good i feel like i'm i'm in a good space obviously i want to improve mm -hmm. and 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 do better and 
like you said, focus more like on content creating um, to, to kind of drive up those numbers and drive up, you know, uh, just my music in general. Because yeah. uh, I, I want people, I want more people to listen to it. I want more people to enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel fine right now. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of pressure of trying to have the right video or the right reel or the right yeah. TikTok. Um, but I, I try not to dwell in that. Um, mm. So to like, yeah, because at, at, at a certain point, you I think it uh, the content creating takes over what the purpose of the, the creating exactly. content was for, mm -hmm. which is to promote like your music or, or your art or whatever you know you were trying to do, mm -hmm. and then you get um, stuck into like doing trends. I, I bring up I brought this this guy up before, but it was this guy named um, his band's called Loveless, um, and he got really popular on TikTok because he was posting covers of stuff, mm -hmm. and um, but he's got a whole band like yeah. that he's passionate about. And it was completely overshadowed. So he oh. got the point where people were just asking for covers and like didn't want, weren't like listening to music. So it's, it's kind of a really like, so he took a step back from like doing stuff like that and mm -hmm. was like, oh, okay, let's focus on, you know, what the point of this was, was to exactly. promote, you know, the band. Um, I do feel like you, you do need, well, it, it depends on what your goal is, right? Like mm -hmm. if you want more people to listen to you, because there's, there's so many people to, that are talented musicians. There's exactly. so many, mm -hmm. like. Um, and it's, it's, it's super ridiculous. Like, that's why, like when I started this podcast, I'm like, I'm not going to have a shortage of like people coming through. Cause there's so many good people in this area. Like it's insane. But like, how do you stand out from that? Like, how do you like, you know, okay. There's a bunch of like good musicians. Like, mm -hmm. how do you, you know, how do you, how do you get seen? How do you cut through like some of this noise? Yeah. And then, um, and then you also, people need to know like, what, you know, do you have shows coming up? Like, exactly. oh, yeah, like do, where they, can they come see you? Like, do mm -hmm. you have a new song like coming out? Exactly. Um, what, and people like to do that. People like, it, it, again, with social media, more people want to feel connected to like the artists that they're listening to. Mm -hmm. um, it does get a little, uh, I think there's like a dangerous side to that where you're showing maybe a little too much of your life or this and that. So there's a balance to like everything. But that's one thing that I feel uh, uh, the normal like, fan or consumer just person like whenever they're listening to music they like to get like if they like you they're gonna want to be like oh you know so what do they do like what are they doing right now like are exactly. they recording are they in a studio like or or what's going on in their lives they mm -hmm. want to feel more close like a lot closer to you um because they've felt that closeness in like listening to your music so they want to like feel that like in a in like a i guess almost like a uh, per person to person kind of style. Exactly. Um, so it just makes you more accessible, I think, and, mm -hmm. and people are more comfortable to um, see you. That's like when I started this, that was my main driving force. Like, oh, I want to make it to where, you know, if you see this, if you like someone comes and sees you at a show or whatever, like, um, uh, to make them more inclined to maybe like approach and say like hi or something or, or go to an, like another show um, just to add like on top of like, your music that's already like good like okay let's add like you know what's their personality like like what what are they normally like what's behind like the process of like how they write stuff or why they do this stuff mm -hmm. so i think it just adds that a little bit more to like people because i mean at a show you mostly just get you know a little conversation that you would have like afterwards because i mean you you have to say hi like to all these people right. um and that um do you uh how have you dealt with that as far as like new like new fans that like have like met you and like maybe seeing you for the first time oh, and like yeah. are interacting how how do those how have you been with that are you normally pretty well like in social like interactions oh i'm like the social butterfly yeah. i i would i would like to say so i mean i grew up pretty much an only child and so i kind of was forced to like make friends i'm also a libra so we're really we're really social we like we like to be center of attention and, and all that other fun stuff um so no i love i love when new people are it's just it's such a good feeling because it especially when people are there just to be there i remember performing at the freeman not this recent one mm -hmm. uh, it was last year we were at the frenchman stage the smaller one oh, okay and um there was this uh i think it was like an older couple with i think they were all like on a double date with another older couple very Aww, sweet cute. and and they were eating because it's a cafe so yeah. they were they were eating food and I kid you not, they were there the entire three hours. Wow. And I, I didn't know if they like I didn't know if they were like supporting someone from our from my band or, you know, and then uh, we finished our set and they came up to came up to us and they were like, we were like just in here to eat and we were going to go to like go like find music or go do something fun. And then you you and your band started performing and we were like, we want to stay and watch the whole thing. And they stay the entire time. Wow. I was like, wow. And I was like, you didn't have to like, no, they were like, no, we wanted to. We yeah. had, we were like, we didn't want to go anywhere else. <laughs> um, and then recently we performed at growl records, um, which it was like a Thursday night, which, you know, 
<laughs> Thursday nights, um, you know, it, it's kind of hit or miss, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, it ended up being packed. And like, uh, we, we performed with uh, North by North or Chicago-based mm. band. So they're doing their tour. We've performed with them before. And a lot of the lineup was like really like heavy, uh, like Brock. Uh, so we were like definitely not the same kind of music. But everybody there just loved us. And so, so many people, so many new faces that I have never seen. And like a lot of people just coming up to me like, oh my God, like, how did I not know? Like mm. you were, you know, in the area. And uh, we have uh, Ian Larson who plays trumpet for, for the band. Mm. Uh, that was actually some of their first time seeing someone play trumpet live in a band for them. Really? Yeah. Like some people were like, they were eating it up. They loved <laughs> the trumpet. And they were just like, oh my God, I've never seen this before. And when's your next show? And a lot of people were like, what's your social media? So it was, it was, re it was a good time. And yeah. cause I think a lot of those people probably weren't exposed to like pop R and B because uh, we did some covers and did mm -hmm. some originals and people were like, we loved drive people. Yeah. People loved drive. That's like a huge crowd pleaser, but like it's always a good time. When, <laughs> right. It's, it's always a good time when new people, it, it makes me feel better because yeah. like my friends will come out and support, but like it's conditional. They have to like my stuff. <laughs> they you know, have like they have to, they better like my, they better show up. <laughs> um, but it's also just another feeling when it's just unbiased people mm -hmm. coming out and either just unintentionally running into you or listening to your music. And that's when you're like, okay, I've made it like people actually enjoy my stuff. It's not somebody just telling me what I want to hear. It's actual, actual people who just stumbled upon my music and said, wow, this is good. Or I really enjoyed this. And it, it does make me feel, I, I love compliments. It, it, it always, it made me, it made me feel good. I'm like, okay, so what I'm putting out is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> people actually like it. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally people have nothing to gain from telling you, exactly. like, yes, or, you know, or, or that they like it or don't like it. You know? Yep. Um, so it's, it, you're like, you know, there's no, like you, you, and I don't know, in my head, I, I would be always like, there's no ulterior motive here. Like, you don't know me. And like, yeah, you don't know me. me. I don't know you. Yeah. You don't owe me anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like that, it, a really rewarding feeling. And the, the, the cool thing about performing is that you normally get that reaction, like, right then and there mm -hmm. like live like so however the like the the audience is is reacting to you if they're like i said they're getting up they're dancing they're you know yelling out or everything i'm one of those i'm one of those that are always like whoa <laughs> right exactly yeah <laughs> like I, make, need, I i i guess because like coming from someone like who's performed and stuff before i was like i need to make it known that they know that i like this same you know so i, I, I do that a lot because I, I depending on what i'm listening to but i'm definitely one of those that gets stuck and just pays attention to stuff so probably my face looks a lot like <laughs> because I'm like just paying attention to everything. I'm like, exactly. I don't want them to think that I hate this. Like right. I need to make sure. So I, I'll be as loud as I can. Like once like there's a little break or in the, in the middle of like some, you know, someone hits a, like a, a high note or something. I'm just like, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you do have, you do have like a trumpet um, and a uh, sax player. Right? Sax. Yeah. Yes. Um, which is, yeah, you, it's, it's something you don't see frequently mm -hmm. you know so it's why it's so like um really cool to see especially when it's done really well you yeah. know what i mean like both of the, like both of the, uh both of them are super talented mm -hmm. like uh they i like it felt like hearing like horn harmonies uh in the middle of like songs and and like, again your your band is really good um but i i really enjoy that and it's always a pleasant surprise but i remember there was a band around here called meech pango and they brought yeah, out you remember meech pango? Me, they actually had me um Gosh, long time ago at Caves. Oh, but really? we opened for them. Oh, yeah. So good. R.I.P. Man. I, I miss know, them so much. I know. Um, but they had like a section in one of their songs where they would bring out a, a trombone. Like I Ooh. remember the first time I saw it, it was hidden, so it's in the back somewhere. So it's yeah. a thing they do. So I'm sure their fans knew. But my first time seeing them, I saw it pop out. I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. Like it was so cool. Um, because they're not your normal well for in my in where I was, what I was listening to at the time, like it wasn't like a normal element to like add. So it was like out of nowhere, like surprising. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, again, I think people, people like that. People just like exactly. being like, um, hit with something that's, they're not quite like expecting. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's one of my favorite like tropes in like music now. It's like putting something, um, uh, either like something that doesn't seem like you would get. So I like had a, a like, I've heard a song that was kind of like a heavier song didn't have a jazz break in the middle. And I'm just like, what, what is this? I'm like, I was like, what is happening right <laughs> that now? That is so cool. There was a band around here called, it's like one of my favorite like local bands, but um, I don't know if they're still doing stuff. I don't, I don't want to say that they're broken up because I still have hope. But uh, their name was Werewolf Darewolf. Okay. And they had a, they had a, a cool song name. they would play. 
very cool yeah man. i'm telling you they were super talented um and in the middle of like one of their songs they have like a salsa break you know what, what i mean it's like and it's like real indie or whatever but then it goes like to like a salsa break and uh uh it's funny like me and a, a friend made like we're like made a little like video where we're dancing like to it and then like one of their performances they did it live at uh what used to be gas monkeys now like amplified okay um and then like we they they asked us to come on stage and start dancing i was like what that the hell am i doing so like cool. i'm not even really that good at dancing <laughs> <laughs> i'm like whatever but they like, knew that you guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're 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 super fun um so you like i said you've been you've been playing for quite a bit are there any like uh groups or artists around here that you're really like big fan of oh yeah so we just talked about like having a you know really cool horn section mm. artemis funk artemis oh. funk oh. is so good so good i gosh they every single level like everything is just so clean and and so good and so groovy and i love anytime they i mean they don't perform a lot but like anytime they do i'm like oh i want to go see them yeah <laughs> they're so good um but oh my god they're just they're so good pat he's so good i don't know if you if you know pat, know pat. Pumpkin. so he he has his own like group like uh, it's uh i think pap uh uh pap Pompuena and the uh, community orchestra okay. so he gets like different people from other local bands to perform with him mm. um and he has horns and you know, the whole thing and, and he does his own thing and it's just so like that every single person in that group is just they're crazy talented yeah yeah but yeah that's one band why i'm always like yes i want to see them i'm gonna look them up <laughs> yeah they're always a good time they're so good live um and the cherry of course i i can't they're so, so good. good a couple of their members actually kind of helped me out starting so i know justin king who played mm -hmm. drums for me for a little bit and then uh, uh Louis moreno um he also uh, he played bass for me for a little bit and then jenna's been just with me the entire time uh playing keys yeah so it's they're they're fantastic i love their music yeah, um really good i'm trying to think there's so many bands there's a bunch. Um, <laughs> big shug is a really another really great one uh kaze or uh angie uh she who she sings uh background vocals for me but she's like their their frontman pretty oh, much okay. yeah and she's fantastic vocalist i met her in my acapella group and yeah. <laughs> so good it's so much talent like it's it's hard to just name you know any individual band but um those are a few of my favorites yeah i remember the first time i saw uh artemis funk actually wasn't that long ago it was like i saw him for the first time like last year i think okay the green elephant and uh they were just i just Completely, because I was going there to see Flight by Nothing. It was coming oh, out from Austin. so good, too. So good. Yes. So freaking good. And then uh, uh, they were playing right before, I think, one or two bands before. And I was just like, what is happening? Like, it, they're just so, you can tell that they've, they all know how to, like, play with each other exactly. for so long. Because, like, their stage dynamic was fantastic. They're, you know, back and forth, they have multiple vocalists, like, doing yeah. stuff at the same mm -hmm. time. Um, multiple leads being taken and i'm just like i was just enthralled i'm like this is so fun i go and I've, I've realized like with with live shows and stuff uh it always takes more than like the music being good i always look for like that dynamic with people like if you look like you're having fun like it's gonna be a thousand times better like my reaction to it mm -hmm. um because of that and they were one of those bands that were just like that they were super good and like they they uh you could tell like they love what they were playing live and and i've got like i said i've i need to find more chances to see them but like you were saying they don't play incredibly often yeah. um but yeah they are they are super talented um the uh, oh what was my thought i got sucked into artemis i completely <laughs> like forgot where i was going um oh my gosh i feel so dumb right now. <laughs> it happens it'll come back it'll, it'll come back it'll come back it'll come back um so yeah, you have quite a bit of uh, live performances coming up. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Now I know what it is. Uh, the the so the acapella group thing. Yeah. Um, so you were doing that in in college, but you like I said, you just went and did like a performance. So mm -hmm. you got you guys still like get together and like practice yeah. and play. Is it something like you're still currently like in participating? So it's kind of like a semi professional group that I'm. It's called Vibe. Okay. Um, it's some of the same original members that were um in the previous in the college acapella group. Uh, but we're all done with, you know, school. Mm -hmm. I'm still in school. But, uh, <laughs> well, <I'm> master's. <laughs> uh, but, like, some of us just wanted to keep doing, um, you know, acapella. And so some of them actually are, like, in Tennessee. So we, we didn't actually rehearse until the day before we had to perform. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But uh, Caleb Moore, he's a fantastic arranger. He's the, he, he puts all our music together. Um, but, yeah, it's a it's semi-professional semi group. I'm actually going to perform or compete with them in Voice Jam. Uh, it's a it's a competition in Arkansas that they have every year. Mm -hmm. um, but we, we 
we competed last year as well. We ended up getting first place, which was re- like a lot of fun. Whoa. Yeah, it was it was a good time and uh, like one best arrangement, best choreo. It was it was it was pretty good. It was it was fun. Um, and so we'll, we're doing it again just because again it's. I did it for so long and, and I, I do miss them and I do love performing and singing with them. So I'm like any opportunity that I can um, to, to perform on stage with them. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, so how is like, I mean, obviously like those rehearsals are going to be a lot different than yeah. like your, typ- your typical band, but you have, you have choreography, you have uh, the actual like uh, vocal parts that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, how does the arrangement get handled? Like, do you, um, the kind of, basically how do you know what you're singing here at this point it's oh like, well, you like, have to read music so he he pretty much puts uh sheet music together and okay. assigns you a voice part so i'm, I'm typically an alto one or mezzo soprano mm-hmm. um and then so i'll just go uh and again like i don't really know music theory that much but i kind of forced myself on how to learn to sight read mm-hmm. um like my senior year of high school so that's that's helped me a lot yeah. <laughs> um, so like i i i can to a certain point like solfege and and, and sight read and and also he he creates these like part tracks mm-hmm. um and so um so i do a lot of ear training too so i'll just stick it in my ear and i'll look at my notes and i'm like okay this is what i do this is what i sing and then when we come together for rehearsal typically you want to have your music down it doesn't have to be memorized um but then we'll go over like dynamics so we need to be loud here we need to be quiet here we need to do a lot of um you know uh make it wide here so just have your you know mouth spread apart like that and it's, oh, it's that's just, a thing. <laughs> yeah it is well i mean because then you get different vowel sounds and you want to make sure everyone's re you know doing the same vowel sound otherwise it's going to sound wonky mm. so it, it, it's a it's a lot more focus on the vocal part it's it's a lot more vocally challenging than it is me singing with my band because it's me and my band and i'm yeah. the only me and my background uh singers but um it's a lot more demanding vocally and you yeah. really got to remember what you need to be doing uh in the moment because you have to be matching everybody else because there's no instrument we're all it's all our mouths and our voices yeah so it's it's a lot more um i guess challenging so but it's a lot of fun i, yeah. I love it i love it <laughs> i love being tested like that so well, i mean I, I feel like every one of those like events just keeps it again keeps the the drive and the the interest in in like it's it's singing you love to sing mm-hmm. so it's kind of like any opportunity that I can get to exactly. kind of like work on that or or not it's not even you know it is work it does challenge you but it ends up getting better and I'm sure like stuff like that um, helps in writing like your own personal music and like kind of um, which is a Again, it's it's something like uh, when we talk about influences, like stuff like that is all the stuff that bleeds over into like what you're already writing. Plus, like being around, like I said, with bands and in like that group, all this like time in in com- a community of musicians, it's just like the right people to be around. You know, mm-hmm. maybe if that's like what you love doing, um, you want to be around people that are are driven in that way and and, and know how to like interact with music you um want to keep most of those like people around you um so that you're able to uh again just keep up your own drive with it and keep up your own creativity and i think it's it's nice being around a community that um kind of understands like where you're coming from when you're talking about like being an artist or you're talking about singing and all this stuff um someone who actually like, can get it you know because I mean? mm-hmm. i've i've had i've had that a, a couple instances where um I'm trying to talk about maybe maybe music or maybe even like any anything else particular. But if you're out of that realm, it's kind of like, well, I'm listening and I want to like know what you're talking about, but I kind of like don't. So it's it's nice to have a community around that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and music in general, I think, um, it's one of like my biggest things. Like with with playing music, with uh, being around like the music scene for so long, is that that sense of community of just going to shows just to go like you were saying about the you know the couple earlier who was just like out and about like just trying to find something to do i like that idea so much of like showing up to shows not particularly because like um oh i know the person was playing or this and that but just to go and enjoy like music Mm um i was me and um me and my roommate were doing this for a while. We were going out every Tuesday, like a random day out of the week, and we would find any show that was playing, and we were just like, "Let's just go. Let's oh, we'll find so it, cool. see what it was." And it it was just like a way. It was nice. Like it, it was nobody we knew most of the time. It was just like something happening. Um, but again, it, it, you were around people that were out to watch music. You know what I mean? So you'd find people that you had something in common. Because I used to be, so I was a little bit. It, it's weird because I, I do feel like 
people perceive me as being social. And then at a certain point, I, I kind of am, but I'm also kind of not. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like I was going to shows and I'm like not talking to anybody. And I'm like, you know what? This is crazy because literally everyone here to see this band, like we're all seeing the same like band together. I go, so it's we probably have something in common exactly. that we can talk to each other about. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, have you had any like... Um, concerts or shows that you've been to like recently or planning to go to like this year that like really excite you like or any like artists that really excite you oh yes uh <laughs> so i just got a ticket to go to gosh i forgot the fest name mm-hmm. but um james blake is who i wanted to go see okay yeah uh, and steve lacy is also a part mainly i nice. want to see james blake james blake <laughs> uh it's oh god he's so good he like i think he produces all of his songs um, but he, yeah, he has a song with like SZA, but like, I, I like, he did like a song with Rosalia, uh, barefoot in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, oh, he's just so good. And I've, <laughs> I, I've been wanting to see him for years. Like I've been listening to his music for, for so long. And, and Steve Lacey's cool too. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of the internet, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I doubt he'll be doing any internet stuff, but, yeah. um, yeah, it's just, I, I'm excited for that. Um, and then gosh, I feel like I was going to go see, oh, I'm planning on going to ACL. So whatever the lineup is. Yeah. Yeah. I went to ACL um, in 2021 and I got to see some amazing artists. So I would, I want to go to like any, I need, I want to go to like a big fest like that. Cause the only, the biggest one I've been to was probably like Voodoo Fest in New Orleans. Okay. Um, which is pretty tight. Like it was, it was, and I didn't like it was one of those where I like I just went to go. Like mm-hmm. uh, I think my friend had an extra t- like ticket. Someone bailed. And I'm like, nice. sure, I'll go on a trip. Right. Um. And yeah, I saw a bunch of like, like really cool people. I think uh like Janelle Monae out of nowhere. I was like, oh, oh I don't know, she's they were playing. Yeah, great live show. Oh. Um, I forgot who other like random people. Uh oh, uh, I saw Lizzo play there super early before I knew who Lizzo was. Hey. Um, Rainbow Kid and Surprise, like a bunch of like rich, really good artists. But like, um, ACL so close, and I'm like, I've never been to like ACL or like um. I think I went to South by Southwest once, but it was like a day trip. Like I literally oh. like left in the morning, spent the entire day over there, and and came back like that same day. And I just went to all the free stuff. Like I was like I right. didn't have like I was like what can we go? And I remember my only like my great like my favorite memory from that is that we had been out all day, and we finally went to like the park where they were having like the big stages or whatever. And uh, there was no one performing at the time. And I was tired, so I fell asleep, like, <laughs> like in the middle of like the thing. And they they were like having a picnic or whatever. So I was just That's like, so I'll cool. fall asleep. And I woke back up, and I, my friends like, wake up! And I'm like, what happened? And then it's like, look! And I like, it's the a giant crowd has like formed, and I'm just still like laying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and people I, like, are like, up, is he okay? Like, oh, I think like in that festival, people expected it. I guess I was like, I'm just sleepy. Like, That's so funny. <laughs> but uh, I woke up, and then uh, the Strokes were playing. Like literally, like oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like you're in the middle of like Reptilian. I'm like, what? I, I thought I was like, dr- like I was a so, dream, like, dream. Fever yeah. dream yeah. I'm just like, what is happening? I'm I'm going crazy, and he's like, it's the Strokes. And I'm like, okay, and it's just like hang out i'm like man i was like literally falling asleep that's so funny yeah it was it was really cool but like the the fest experience like i want to just like go for it because like in that in that day like i was still like oh like i still need to worry about getting home like i I worked the next day like five or something yeah um this was a while back but uh but i would like to go to one of those with like not another care in the world i'm just like i'm just here like to see music like the entire day like spending Mm -hmm. the like the whole day out there and like having that experience so it's a good time yeah Definitely, definitely, I need to look into going to one of those. You should. Yeah. I got to see, like, Erica Badu. Oh, my God. So, like, I mean, I, I know of her. listen to her music. She's from. I didn't know, know she was from. She's like, from here. So dumb. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I knew she was on the lineup, but I was like, I'm going to go see her. And I was with a couple of friends who had never really. I mean, I think they've heard of her, but they've never, like, listened to her music or, anything, mm. or knew anything about her. And I think they were going to go. We were going to go halfway through to go see. Um, is it Al- Alice and Wonder? It's the DJ. I forgot her name, but it's like a play on Alice in Wonderland. Hmm. Um, but uh, we we were gonna like go halfway, and I was like, "That's fine." But no, she, her set like probably hands down my favorite set out of anybody that I and I had seen like Meg the Stallion. I had seen Doja. I had seen Miley. Yeah. I had seen some really like I saw Remy Wolf. Remy Wolf was really good. Um, yeah. but like I saw some really incredible acts, and I was like, Erica Badu, hands down, like best live show out of the entire AC. Like my friends, we we ended up forgetting to go to the other. DJ. Oh, just we just stayed the there the entire time, and uh, and then I, we were gonna go see uh, Tyler because uh, Tyler was one of the main acts. Really, uh, Tyler creator, yeah. Kind of disappointing. Really? Aww. I know, I know. Mm. I heard he's supposed to be really good. I think it was just maybe the crowd energy wasn't really that great. Mm. So, 
Um, but yeah, it was, and they stayed. They were like, oh my God, we love her. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, she's really good. Like, we got to stay. <laughs> it, it was, the band was, fan, it was just, it was a good time. So, so I randomly saw Erica Badu because, um, do you know who Mark Rebier is? No. No? So he, uh, he's this guy who does like all these in like loop track improv like tracks. Uh, oh, okay. You might have seen him He's because he's weird. Um, <laughs> like he, he'll just like start like uh, loop. So every show that he does is like an improv improvisation show so like everything is no show is going to be the same like it's all different um and he it was kind of in the middle of the pandemic he did a like a drive the when they were doing like the drive-in shows okay um so he did one of those and it's like the first one to come to fort worth so i'm like you know i feel like this is history like let me go right so i took me and my friend went and uh he was like playing a show and doing like all this wild stuff and we're like entertained and all of a sudden like Erica Badu shows up out of nowhere and does like a whole like improv like set like with him and, oh going, my and I'm like God. I was like looking I was like what the fuck and then that, but that's when I realized like like she lives like yeah you know, here. and it's like it's like yeah so she just like stopped by and like did that. I'm like I never in my life thought I was gonna see like Erica Badu like out of nowhere like that to plan so ago. but cool. I thought that was so cool um but she seems really cool and obviously incredibly oh, talented. talented yeah yeah yeah, but festival. I think festivals are good for that reason. You see so many like really cool artists all like in the same place, exactly. um, and just have to walk around like stage to stage. That the only hard part is like figuring out who's gonna get missed or like if someone's playing at the yeah. same time. Yeah, I had to do a lot of that. I was like, okay, I'm gonna. Well, who do you want to go see? Is me? And I'm like, I want to see. And I, I want to be like at the front, sort of. So yeah, you figure too. it out. But yeah, yeah, that too. Like uh, you know, depending on what the crowds are like, is like how to get the the best like view and like and and sound and how to get to you got to get to the front interact like and I know it's crazy the people that stay up front like throughout the whole thing I know I'm like, how do you like how do you go to the bathroom like, <laughs> <laughs> I did that for Remy but I didn't wait that long I think I waited like 30 minutes or maybe 45 minutes oh that's not too bad yeah and, and I was at the front so it was sometimes you know it, it works out so yeah there's there's a bunch of like really big artists that I am still like so behind on and it makes me like feel bad and guilty but remy wolf was one of that like because i saw the uh like a clip of her uh playing with kenny beats like on the the npr yeah the tiny and desk. i was just like literally the tiny the tiny yeah the tiny desk and uh i heard her singing and i'm like what the f I'm like how did like i miss this and i go back and i start listening to her. i'm like I, I'm like i have heard you i just like it's been like here and there exactly like, I never like, actually sat down and her yes. music is so good she's an oh yeah, I like I like like really unorthodox like like songs put together, and I think uh, she's got a re obviously a really really good voice, um, but the songs aren't like structured as like a like a typical song that I, I would like. Know. I love things. it. And I, I like love that. it. Yeah, I like that. Like I'm, I was a big fan. There was uh, it was. Uh, Tierra Whack, do you know Tierra Whack? Yeah, is? I do. Yeah. So she put out I, the most fascinating thing I found was the uh, the Instagram album. Okay. Um. So she did because I, I it popped up randomly. I think it was something else was playing like an R&B station on Spotify or something, and then it comes up and there's one song that sounds super good and it's over right away and I'm like, what? I go, did it skip? And I go back and I listen to it and it cuts off at the same place and I'm like, what is? I go, is it glitching? I go, so I go find the album and I'm like, okay, here it is and I play the song. And it stops at the same point. And I'm like, and I go and I listen to the whole album from the from the first song. There's like 15 tracks on it. First song to the last one. And they all do that. They all mm. cut off at a certain, I'm like, what is this? And I finally like researched it. It was an album release thorough, like uh, exclusively through Instagram when the, the you can only record up to a minute. So it was all these songs that were only a minute long. And wow. she didn't go, she didn't go back and like, create full versions of these songs which made wow. me kind of upsets me because they're really good yeah. like, and they're really catchy but it was like a 15 minute album that literally was released in in instagram videos i didn't like, on know instagram. that yeah it's really wow. cool it's literally if i ever needed like time 15 minutes for myself that's the one I, i'll play that's this. so <laughs> a little workout 15 that's so i do cool. that a lot like i'm like oh i have do i have I'm 15 minutes to get ready for something i'm like play it like, hey let's i'll know like when it's getting close to the see, end i know i mean I, I like her music i didn't know she did that though. i think it's called the uh, whack world i think is what the album is called oh then i must know what the songs are though. but yeah yeah but they're like i said they're all around a minute or something oh, but i'm so like it's cool. so cool like, it's so cool and creative uh but yeah all these like again i i I keep saying weird, and I hope that's not a, like offensive to like them. But no. I go, that's what I mean. I go, it's just like it's so far from the norm. Oh you know? yeah, I, mean, I just... love, but I love it. I'm I'm sick of hearing the same A B type structure. Songs. And there's, it is 
I have a a love hate for it because I'm like some of like the songs that are like that structure. I'm like those are really catchy. I go, but it's also I need the balance of like oh I need something that's gonna that I can't guess like where it's going. exactly um, and stuff like that is really cool. Um, that's kind of how I did a, or wrote again again. I didn't mm-hmm. like I was like I'm just gonna do a verse, a chorus, a verse, a chorus, a call it a day. Mm-hmm. I was like I don't want to add a bridge and have to go back to the chorus. I'm like why would I need to do that? I yeah. said what I needed said in two minutes and. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you, yeah, you, you always find like what the song needs, like nothing more, nothing less. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't, if you, because I, there was a point where I was like looking at music and I would look through it, it was like, oh, this song's not long enough. It needs to reach like the four or five minute mark or something. Ugh, yeah. I remember saying that. And then like now I'm like, no, if it's like, if this is where it's good and like I add something to it just to make that time, I go, it's, it's not a, a part of that original plan. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's not going to be as well integrated like into that song as it could have been or or the song didn't need it and and now you see like i said you see stuff with like you know minute two minute songs you say what you need to say and like get out or you Mm -hmm. you know you see even longer songs that that kind of um encapsulate a lot more stuff but it's it's got to be done like in a tasteful way like it's got to make sense exactly is is the is the right way to to kind of look at it exactly um but uh so currently do you have any you have you have a lot of back catalog you don't like that's that's gonna stay in there it's gonna eat at me because i want to hear all these songs um but you do have a a few shows coming up Mm -hmm. right um so the 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 one on the third but then you have a a, a, maybe two or three more after that so i was supposed to do kind of like a solo show um at i think on the 19th but uh i i ended up having to cancel it i'm gonna be um out of town Mm -hmm. so um but my next show with the band is gonna be i think on the 31st it's gonna be at ruins Oh, and it's okay. going to be like a like a pop oriented show where it's like all the artists are going to be pop. I think we're going to be the only band like full band mm-hmm. playing. I think everyone else might be doing tracks. Okay. Um but yeah, it'll be on the 31st. It ruins. I think it's on a Friday. Uh March thirty first. Okay. So uh yeah, it'll it'll be a good time. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh um I definitely I want to appreciate you stopping by. Thank I appreciate you. you spending time here. Um like I said, we're we're all pretty big fans, so um we're excited for all the stuff that you're working on and, and coming out with. So anything that you put out, send it our way, we'll be able to promote as much as we can. Thank you. Um but uh yeah, uh, again thank you for stopping by. Uh this has been episode 61 Woo. with Yasmeed and uh thank you guys for listening thank you guys for watching we will see you guys next time